I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham. Joined this evening by Matt Knight. Hello. Jay Cross. Hi, Mark. And Joe Branton. Voila. How's it going, everyone? Very good. How, How are you? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Good, good. Feeling bright and breezy. Bright and breezy. Bright, it literally, Brighton is quite breezy. I thought you were really poorly. Uh, I have been a bit ill, but uh, I'm, you know, I'm it up. picking it up. Picking it up for the uh, Guitar Nerds oh, viewers. Nice. Thanks for joining us. If you're watching live on Ampli.fi forward slash Guitar Nerds, um, Jay Cross is in the chat as we uh, as we speak. So um, if you've got questions, you can submit them on there or, as always, you know, onto the Facebook group and stuff. Um, so, yeah, what's everyone been up to? Has anyone done any interesting guitar-related stuff? Joe Branton, I feel like you. Why may are you have done. coming to me? Why not? Like, oh, oh right, we we just we're just doing the the sort of short version of it. Um, uh, yeah, well, I have done some stuff. I have done some stuff. I tell you what, I know we're coming to Brand of the Week later, but I'm getting Brand of the Week is is opened up this whole new avenue of me getting really into the uh, the whole business end of guitar history and we're sort of (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. uh the the whole like um uh how fender and gibson uh came to monopolize and and all the brands you know like we've we've been doing in brand of the week i've been consistently doing like a 60s or 50 60s brand that sort of fell off and yes um well it's just funny like why all these brands all stopped at the same time more or less and it's because this was the time period when Fender and Gibson were sort of coming to to be sort yeah. of the Leviathan companies that they are now, and it's just really interesting. I'm really enjoying my history, but also it's it's made me uh, it's given me a bit of an aversion to Fender and Gibson, and I've been getting really into these uh, these weird little boutique sixties companies. So much so um, that a couple of days ago, I potentially contacted a company and asked to buy two of a particular instrument why would you do that too uh, <laughs> yes of something well because you do like funny tunings and stuff yeah yes yeah why not <clears throat> yeah because it's funny tuning sure okay sure that's so why. who was this company that you contacted well it wasn't one of the especially small ones but i'm getting really into these like weird the the companies that aren't so conventional for bass like okay so all major bases are long scale 34 inch scales with 
big tuners, they're solid body, and they have jazz pickups where they have precision pickups where they have music man pickups, yeah. right? That is everything. That is That's not cool, just Fender. Because I mean, they're, they're all the best things. Right, okay. So, but what I like is these, these cool, quirky, hollow bodied 60s things with weird scales, string spacings are weird, and the oddest pickups mostly in like the neck position. You know, and, and, and odd finishes and stuff. I'm getting really into that. So anyway, the two that I, I went for because I knew that whilst I have a love for these weird old brands, I knew I needed something that could could deal with down tuning. Yeah. The new Dan Electro catalogue. Okay. Which if people haven't checked out yet, you should go on to Dan Electro's new website. They have just released a whole range of new stuff. Did we talk about their new stuff? Because I don't we think should. we did. Because you know they're doing Moss rights now. Yeah, doing we did talk about thousand that. £1,000. Yeah, we Moss talked about rights that. with Bigsby's. We yeah. did talk about it. Oh, yeah, okay. we talked about those. I completely, I completely. Uh, maybe forgot. you weren't here. It was a while ago oh, when they right, got okay. announced. So okay, but yeah, super cool. But anyway, they were also obviously are doing one of the uh, a long scale DC fifty nine. That is super is cool. Really cool. The I, I mean, the only person I can think who uses one of those is Fat Mike from No Effects. The No Effects. But of course, I would want to put flat rounds <coughs> on it and play it as, why, as it was intended. Why? Why would you do? But that? anyway, they're quite affordable, and they do them in black and that weird copper burst. So I've got hold of the company to say, look, if I bought both, could I, I get a deal too? Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what they get. Okay. Back to me with. I'm going to sell some jazz basses. I'm going to have like three. So. Give us a rundown on the spec of the 59. Are they period correct? So, I mean, they're not period correct, no, because they're long scale. They're 34 inch. Okay, so right. There never I was see. an original 59 in long right. scale. They were always short scale. In fact, they were extremely short scale. 15 frets. What? In fact, yeah. Uh, yeah, so. And they, I've seen those, so and many. They, they just have hmm. the single neck pickup. That's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What just do you do with the other eight? <laughs> yeah, I know, they were true. Yeah, you do only need those first seven. But. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it was just a neck, neck pickup. That's right, uh, and um, and uh, actually only it was released. That model was released mostly not under Dan Electro's name, mostly under the silver. Yes, uh, silver that's tone. the one that you see frequently. Is the silver tone single neck pickup, exactly. really short one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, so yeah, the um, so it's not it's not correct in that sense. What they've done is they put a modern bridge on it because of course Dan Electro suffer from the same problem that that slightly puts me off of all those brands like you know Harmony and. Uh, and, and Hoffner and people like yep. that in that they do those uh, the rosewood bridges with fret wire um, I mean, to secure the strings absolutely useless basically. no no fine if you've got a soft touch which of course everyone back then did but if you want to play sort of a standard finger style or if you dig in with a plectrum it's, it's a little bit useless so um, they have while Stan Electro still use that format on all their short scale stuff um, they, they've changed to a, a more a, a traditional sort of modern bridge style so they've basically made a bass that you can actually play yeah that looks Reg- like a Electro, regular yeah. scale and a decent bridge yeah it's re- yeah I think it's absolutely dead cool because you guys have had the 59 for guitars for a long time yeah but it's just not Don't something look at me well, I had one that was beautiful did you great. did you actually have one I did yeah DC 59 yeah yeah. oh yeah because you had the ones where they weren't very good they yeah, changed they the headstock dreadful. They changed the headstock, didn't they? They made it slightly angled and they put metal tuners on instead of yeah. the... Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I well, I, I changed mine. Uh, I changed the tuners. I stuck some Grovers on there. Oh, right. And, uh, Even and it was it, it made it so much better. So mm. much better. That was around the time that they'd, they made this fatal error and stopped using having, like, chrome hardware and chrome pickups and they went for, like, a brushed... Yeah, they were brushed. Effect. And yeah, oh, yeah, it just looks, it looks like a plastic guitar. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. the rest of it being made of... You know, Masonite doesn't really help. No, but it just looked very, very cheap. But um, yeah, you guys have had the fifty nine for ages, and of course they do the twelve string, the six string. They do a hollow body. There's some new stuff in the new series as well. They're doing like a, a resonator. 
Okay. Um, and they're doing one. You, you've seen them around. I don't know what they're called, but they're um, they have a lipstick pickup that um, that straddles a an acoustic type hole. Are uh, the convertible? Yeah. I think that was already always called something like that. Yeah. 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 Right. They, they, they've done that guitar for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's back in the catalogue now, or, right, okay, or wow. has remained in the catalogue. So, but so, yeah. So that's so in, in very short that that was what i was doing just getting really excited about guitars and trying to buy some old cool ones also andy baxter bass.com does everyone familiar with yeah. andy baxter great oh, yeah. great oh, website yeah. great reference great website, website. It, um it doesn't just do bass i, I appreciate most of our listeners and viewers are a guitarist and despite the name andy baxter bass there is a section on there for guitars he does incredibly cool rare interesting vintage stuff um and splits it down into brands he has a, a category called other where he always gets weird and wacky stuff and that's are, where your dan electros and stuff live. yeah he's got yeah. a couple of really choice um harmonies in there at the moment i uh, bet they are choice they're really good i mean 1700 pounds is what you pay for a, a harmony now that should, it, shouldn't be 400 bear in mind harmony was specifically like a sears company yeah yeah of course yeah sure. uh, it's just yeah. amazing like and now they're but they they look incredible like one of the ones he's got in there 1600 quid for this uh hh harmony uh model that is that's got like black nylon tape round strings on it and it's just that is the ultimate retro thing. I'm just going really retro at the moment. Not that's not seventeen hundred pounds retro. Oh, maybe maybe not, but it is really cool. It's really cool. I Actually, was, all this will tie later into the brand of the week. I, I was uh, <laughs> I put on a show this week. Uh, I, I put on a couple, but the, the 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 one that's relevant here is I put on this band called Radioactivity, uh, who are like really great. Um, garage punk band from uh denton in, in texas and the uh the singer was playing a dc 59 uh into a uh pv classic 50 and yeah. um honestly <laughs> what, what one, of, weird one of the one of the best guitar sounds i've ever heard i've just it was it was just so it sounded incredible like i mean we rabbit on about the the classic series to anybody who listen because you know we just love them so much even down to the you know the new the classic mini that come out last year but the, it sounded amazing absolutely amazing yeah just i think they just need those guitars just need something that's going to bring out the chime like you can't you you wouldn't you wouldn't plug one into like a meta boogie would you because even on a clean sound it's going to be too clinical yeah you know exactly. it, it needs something to, it needs something that's going to be rough and ready and uh, and it, it just sounded absolutely wonderful. Like they were so good, in, so so good. In um, the Dan Electro catalogue at the moment, they've got some lifestyle images, um, and they've got one picture of their new Silver Sparkle um, uh, Fifty Nine. Um, Wait, is there a bass version of that? No, unfortunately, oh. not. no. They did used to do that though in the nineties. Yeah, did. I know, you can I still know. find them occasionally. Um, but no, this one was uh, this one was just the, the ordinary six string guitar, but it had it like lent up against the new Supro that we spoke about yeah, a little yeah. while ago, and I was just like, oh, that what a combination! Man, if they do that in a bass, I'll I'll be very tempted. <laughs> yeah, I can't buy I can't keep buying Sparkle guitars, but no, uh, no, definitely do, nah. definitely do. It'd be way cooler than the Strat as well. The Strat was kind of ruined with those Zebra pickups and the black hardware. Yeah, well, mod mode. Yeah, I know mod mode. I know. I, I tell you what, I'm just getting excited about. Um, about fun for a ton fun I've for got a so ton. many ideas I've been doing research right. and stuff okay I was going to say actually although I, I'm not actually going to use it for that I went to a car boot on Sunday 
uh, with my dad, who's an avid uh, car boot uh, goer. And uh, I bought a Yamaha Pacifica and Yamaha case for 65 quid. That's unbelievable. I put a new set of strings on it and set it up. And I was like, this guitar is, you don't actually need to mod it. Like, it sounds really good and it plays really well. I was like, for 65 quid, like, the case alone would have been like, over a hundred quid. I think, yeah, yeah, um, sure. I think you should use that for mod mode. Maybe me. No, I've, I've already. Uh, I think the I've idea should be already... the video diary as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I've pretty much almost tripled my money on eBay, so. Oh, I right, think, okay. Uh, Don't tell people that. But well, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's probably not many people are going to not going to. Well, maybe they are car booters and on eBay a lot, but yeah, it's on there. But I'm going to start doing it regularly. I'm just going to start going to car boots and see what I can find. Okay. Oh, this you're becoming uh, that man. <laughs> the sort of the, <laughs> hello the, there. Hello there. Have you got any guitars? Um, the, you get it a lot with uh, record collectors who are like, uh, I, had, I had some friends who used to like go down to, um, you know, take stuff to the car boot fairly re- uh, regularly. And uh, they said that it was always a nightmare doing records because like even before you've got them out oh, yeah, of the car, people, they swore people are the like, car. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a whole world. It's like, there was loads of guitars there and people just didn't know what they had yeah um, and like most of them are like just cheap and cheerful but there were some cool ones in there but that was like definitely the choice one it was classic like guy basically bought it and then was just like I never used it and it's like oh, I'll, I'll give you this for it and he was like nah. and I was like oh, I'll give you and then just like hammered him down on the price but uh, I should have just bought bought a load more there was so many there I was like actually really? I could probably just buy like six or seven guitars but I couldn't carry them all back to London because I remember going as a kid and it would always be utter tat there just like rubbish mm. um, but maybe you're, you have found an interesting way to complete your fun for a ton challenge yeah I think that's, that is what I'm going to do um, because I, there's I, definitely some cool stuff I mean talking of like brand of the week and kind of 50s and 60s I went to one a few weeks ago and I saw like an old 60s because I know like the hollow bodies have got like 50 switches and like loads of controls on it oh like, everything I've ever wanted yeah I was like maybe I should buy that and then I was like no I'll leave it. I walk around and I was like no I'm definitely going to go back and buy it and then as I went back someone was like giving him the money for it and right. I knew I think he only paid like 60 quid for it because I could see he only handed over three twenty pound notes I was like that guy definitely just got a steal on that guitar. Yeah, yeah. So it was definitely you know worth what, more than sixty quid. Do you know what brand it was? No, it was probably it was it was definitely like yeah, one of those kind of odd, a bit like um, Jetson, Tysco, those. Sorts yeah, of just yeah. like one of those that had like kind of ridiculous controls on it, like the ones you get in like Woolworths in the sixties yeah, sort yeah. of thing. But yeah. you never know. It, like it might have actually sounded like pretty good it might not have but it would have definitely been a good guitar for 60 quid it would have sounded amazing maybe you've just opened up a brand new avenue for fun for a ton uh getting down the boot fair will you you feel comfortable uh walking around the boot fair filming yourself trying looking for guitars yeah sure why not i was actually gonna what i did think about facebook doing it facebook live but it was seven o'clock in the morning and i was very tired you got to a Um, boot fair at seven in the morning yeah you if you're gonna go to boot sale you've got to go when it opens this one opened at six but we got there at seven mate there's no way you get me a boot fair at six well that's how you get the bargains ella goes though didn't she yeah yeah ella's known to go to the uh to the market before it opens and hang around outside so yeah I, I, I'm I'm being quiet because I'm just I'm struggling here with Amplify. It keeps crashing. I've tried the app now, which a- appears to have had an update, and people are saying that it's working a lot better. That's the so way to go. If if you're listening on catch up and you've struggled with uh, 
uh, you've struggled with amplifying the past, give it another go next week if you if you can because. Um, yeah, I think it's working a little bit better now. Although I say that as I'm trying to log in trying again. Log in. So we'll see. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, let's know how you get on with that anyway. Um, hopefully, if you're uh, listening to this or if you're watching on Amplify, maybe you can still hear us and not see the video. I don't know. But um, anyway, has anyone else done anything uh, guitar related this week or shall we move on to news? Let's do some news. Oh, I was in Total Guitar this week. What? Uh, yeah. Why? Well, my band was in Total Guitar. Why? Yeah, exactly. Why? Because uh, uh, Tim plays Hagstrom and that, and they wanted to do a bit on him. Wow, would they say anything nice? It was just like them asking him about stuff. Oh, right. Yeah, it was just questions and that. So the one who's got the really interesting <coughs> bass set up, they weren't that fussed about. Oh, right. No, no, no. But it, it was it was for him. But here's the best bit. He's been putting his pedal board back together this week. Okay. And bear in mind, he has a... Um, he has a the 4x4 the um, Voodoo Labs 4x4 is yes. his power supply we'll all agree one of the one of the best biggest sort of power supplies anyway he puts everything back together and uh, I, I sort of texted him and was like is it, is it okay is it good and he was like yeah there is some weird like computer buzzing coming from it though and I was like right that that normally means that you've, you, you're over powering the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the brick um, talk me through the power supplies and he goes well in the first uh, in the first port I've got uh, a daisy chain of eight going into <laughs> my drives and delays right right okay no great. you're supposed to connect one pedal to each <laughs> one of these right. you can, I mean you can daisy chain don't tell people yeah no truths, I, I, but, but I you realize should that, daisy but chain more than like four or five yeah 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 really. of course yeah if he's got eight coming out of one, one. of the outputs yeah yeah, yeah. Um, actually four. before we go into news I wanted to ask you about that Matt because I went to plug in the um, two notes uh, Le Clean preamp the other day just to have a bit of a play around at home I know we're recording soon so I just wanted to like hear some of the pedals um, and the power supply is terrible it's so noisy yeah I know um, I certainly noticed that when I worked for a shop that two notes I mean it might. I might actually just email them and be like we, we should email them and say like we've got this and uh, yeah I think the 12 volt they've supplied is I don't know whether it's unisolated or it's just like they've it, bought hundreds and hundreds of 12 volts, but yeah, it looks like it as costs. soon as you plug a decent one in, it's like it's yeah, much better. Totally. So if we were going to build a nerd's demo board that had that and the um, uh, torpedo cab on it, so we've just got an easy board that we can cart around and kind of drop a pedal on um, to do demos. What's the cheapest and what's the cheapest way we can do that so two we need at least two isolated 12 volt outs is there a cheap option for that is there a cheap option t-rex fuel tank although they're not actually isolated on the fuel tank they're not though you also can't get two 12s out of it you can with the Um, not with the classic uh you can with the goliath i think okay i think the goliath which is but i mean they're 250 quid yeah Yeah. this is the problem should we just i mean actually what you could do is you could use a uh, Decibel 11 Hotstone, I think, has actually got the switch on the bottom that will allow you to change 9 volt to 12 volt Ooh. on a couple of the outputs, okay. uh, which will work. Um, my favourite, Isobrick. It's got two 12 volt outs. The... I do love that. No, actually, it's got two 18 no, it's got two 18s. It? No, it's oh, got sorry. two 18s. Yeah, in fact, Decibel 11 Hotstone, the standard one, five outputs, two of which are 12 volt or 9 volt, 109 pounds. And the two notes fits lovely on a pedal train Metro 16 um, because not long before I left my previous job, I actually set up a pedal board of a two notes and a cab simulator on wow. a pedal board for someone <laughs> who was um, 
who was actually using it for uh, gigs where he couldn't take his full rig and basically he was doing some gigs where he was playing like he needed to play straight into a PA. Yeah. Um, so he was like, I'll just go into the input one of the mixer. And it sounded really good. We were trying it through um, like the Bose L1 compact system. Yeah. Which are their little like modular tower system. And it sounded really good. Cool. Really, really good. Okay, well, we need to investigate at least that power supply because at the moment uh, the uh, Le Clean is kind of out of action because the hum from the power supply is, is so bad. So, um, yes, cool. we need to sort a new 12 volt. We do. We need it before this weekend when we do loads more new video demo Yay. videos. Oh. Matt, have you got a 12 volt power <laughs> supply that we can use? Uh, maybe. I'll okay. have to have a look. I've probably got one somewhere lying around. I'm sure you've got it in your pile of stuff. Anyway, should yes. we move on some news? News. Oh, wow, that was conservative. Oh, yeah, I was just trying to get on with it. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just racing. <laughs> just get his board. I, I'm not he's interested got in the news. He's got something to beat tonight, No, mate. I'm just not interested in the news He wants this to get onto his brand of the week. He's desperate to do no, it. No, I know. I want to get onto the questions as well. So the first bit is actually, uh, first bit of news is actually really interesting to me. And Matt, I think you'll be the best, <laughs> um, best kind of position to talk about this. The positive, uh, the, the brand Positive Grid have announced the Bias Rack. Now, I only know um, Positive Grid Bias as a piece of software, um, uh, amp modeling yeah. software, um, but I've never used it, and I kind of don't know what the benefits are, and I also don't really know what they've done with the rack. So, um, yeah, what do you know? Yeah, well, I think, actually, this would be something quite good for uh, guitar nerds to actually get hold of. Um, I think it'd be quite good to do some recording using um, Pius Grid. By- Pious Grid. Pious. Uh, Pious Grid. Um, it is effectively the current most popular piece of recording software um, because it's so much more in depth than anything else that's kind of been out before. Yeah. In fact, that it kind of gives you a virtual amp, you can change valves, you can sort of do all sorts of crazy, crazy things with it. And the problem that people have had with it is that it's like, oh, once I've created all these tones and recorded it, I can't then go out and gig it unless I use a laptop or anything like that. So they've basically made a 600 watt powered head that directly ports from the software into the head. Wow, so you don't okay. have to have the software, although the software does come with it for free. Um, it Bluetooths to an iOS device or an Android device, so you don't even have to connect it to a computer. So live, like you could an even Tide H9, you can actually have the positive grid head or rack unit bluetooth to an ipad and change everything on the fly wow um it works i don't think it works in a similar way to the kemper but they market it in a similar way to the kemper as they say they call it amp matching uh and they've got like a tone cloud and it does a similar thing in the way it kind of models amplifiers but in a much more in-depth way um the heads are i think my old shop Anderton's is the exclusive dealer for those at the moment. I think they're going to be like twelve nine nine for right. the head and like fourteen nine nine for the rack. But the advantage it has over the Kemper or the Axe Effects or the Helix, or maybe not the Helix, but the um, the Axe Effects is that it's got uh, the inbuilt power amp. So it's got six hundred watts of a solid state power amp in there. So you can plug it straight into a cab. You don't have to plug it into a rack unit or anything like that. Um, but the main thing is just the kind of direct portability uh they've like left out any screens any menus like it basically you save 25 amp models in there however you want and then the controls just work on the front panel there's no like things do different controls depending on what setting you're on it's just an amplifier basically you program it and away you go and if you want to change it on the fly you can just use 
iOS or you can use Mac or you can use PC. Um, and it's like, if you want it to be, it can be super in-depth, like changing valves, changing the bias of valves. Um, you can add in effects that are all modelled in the same way. Um, and loads of pro players are starting to use it. I think Toshinabasi's kind of moved to it from Axe Effects. Yeah, really? I, I didn't know it stopped using Axe Effects. Yeah, I think he's moved to Bias Head. And I mean, some of the video demos I've watched, I was like, yeah, this thing sounds like absolutely incredible. Yeah, um, I, I hear a lot of good things. It, like, it's a much like the Axe Effects a few years ago, it's become like the YouTuber's uh, demo bit of yeah. kit of choice, basically. Well, because now you can, with, with the software, you if you're, yeah, if you're a YouTuber and you're demoing, you can plug straight into your computer and then use this to give you all the amp modeling. Yeah. Um, the other advantage is that it's just standard MIDI so you don't have to buy a dedicated foot controller which you do with the Kemper right um, or program something same with the Axe effects they're like oh well you do need to sort of buy our foot controller for the, the best use and the same with like the Helix in a way that's like if you use the rack oh you kind of need to buy our foot controller to get the best out of it with, with this, this is like you could just get the uh, the trusty Behringer FCB 1010 1010 1010 uh, yeah I mean, and that's the thing. It'll work. It'll map very easily. Um, they're saying, like, zero latency um, using, like, it's, like, all instant change when you're using um, Bluetooth. Um, like, it's a pretty impressive bit of kit, especially to kind of change on the fly as well. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. You can literally be in your studio or whatever at home, create loads of cool tones, and literally port the exact sound like that you've heard through studio monitors straight to the amplifier and then go out and gig it um so there's no there's no change to to your sound which is pretty impressive really um, yeah i think um that's kind of the way that things are going you know that you have a decent bit of recording software and then be able to like recreate those tones yeah. live and this this seems like an obvious really easy way of doing it so yeah and so, I mean, there's things that you can do that i mean i was just i was reading some extra bits about it there's some other things that you can change out so obviously you can change out tubes preamp tubes um tone stacks so if you just want bass and treble and you don't want any mid or you just want the treble to work or whatever cabs and mics obvious but you can also change out things like power transformers so you can right. put different power transformers <laughs> in to kind of make the amp respond and react in different ways. I just wonder how they've um, modelled that. Like, it's such yeah. a weird thing. Like, they'd have to be taking amps apart as they're, like, recording to... Yeah, I suppose, it, in a way, it kind of works the same... I mean, every company does it differently, but maybe the same way that Roland does with Ira and the ACB, the analog circuit behavior. Mod model the individual parts. You're, basi yeah. you're basically modeling components and then putting those yeah. components in to get together in a virtual circuit. And I guess in, um, a, in, a, more, in a simpler way, even like Blackstar did it with the... Um, with the ID TVP the TVP that's it yeah thank yeah, you where you know you can models, change the yeah. valve Yamaha did that as well on the TH on series. the T oh, yes yeah yeah. yeah 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 so I mean it's something that's getting more popular so you know inevitably it's going to be something that's going to yeah. just start people are going to get better at it you yeah. know what, and what, what do you think Matt how, do, how does it compare to um, to like Axe Effects do you have an opinion well, on that? I mean with I think with Axe Effects I mean people have been using Axe Effects for a long time but I don't know how integrated like I don't know if there's any computer editing software for it. I don't know if it's all on screen. I think it's still like relatively easy to use, and it's like processing power is pretty full on. Um, but I don't think you can buy it powered, so I think you have to plug it into like powered cabs, or you have to have a power rack or something like that. 
And then with Kemper, the same thing. You can buy the powered version, but you kind of need to have the foot switch. The powered version adds on like an extra 300 quid. Um, so with this, effectively, you're getting the software, which is $199, and then you're getting like a proper well-built 600-watt power amp. And where it varies from everything else is it responds and reacts just like a normal amp. So Kemper, as I think I've said before, creates like a screenshot. So if you capture an amp where everything is set to 12, as soon as you move the controls past that point or below that point, you're adding in or taking away virtual gain or virtual yeah, base yeah, or virtual yeah. treble. Where this, because it's modelling the circuit, it responds the way a normal control would. Um and the thing I like about it is just no menus. Like, you can literally create those sounds on your computer or on your iPad or whatever and then just load them into the amp. And in theory, then never, ever change it. You could just have 25 sounds. You just go, they're my go-to sounds. Yeah. yeah. Are there, there's controls on the amp, though, isn't there? I think there's, like, bass, middle, and treble or something. Yeah, there's base, you've basically got all the standard amp controls. So gain, volume, bass, middle, treble, presence, resonance. I guess that's, um, to, that's to adjust for the room, obviously, because, you know, let's say that you're in a bit of a kind yeah. of bass trap. You want, want to roll the bass off a little bit. Um, yeah. And yeah. that's always the problem with the Kemper, is the fact that you can't really adjust that live because if you do you're changing the actual physical captured amp model yeah um but then yeah you've got like there's like a bank selection which is just on controls it's just like one two three four five and then it's broken down into like clean crunch lead gain but you don't actually have to stick to those you can have 25 you could put a clean sound in the lead bank and lead yeah, like that you can actually rework all the controls so all the controls can do what whatever they want as well yeah, yeah. so it's like it's pretty full on if you just want to use it for like a super clean amp that's just got volume and gain and effectively runs at 600 watts you could I mean it'd be an expensive way that. to do it but uh, yeah it'd be an expensive could. way to do it but you definitely could do that and I suppose the other huge advantage uh, I don't know how well the other I, well, maybe Kemper, but um, it's fully for bass as well. Oh, really? No, no, really. Joe, yeah, Kemp, Joe Brand springs into action. Suddenly peaked his interest. <laughs> no, I still uh, don't um, care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's um, completely like workable for bass. Bass amps, cool. transformers, all of that can all all be done as well. Cool. Um, should we move on? Should we do? Um, let's do two more bits of news. Okay, first up. Um, Ibanez have announced some brand new Iron Label RG models. Um, Matt Knight, did you get some details on these? I did. Um, I I mean, I always have to kind of laugh sometimes with Ibanez because they're like, they release a new model like every quarter. Well, and and then you're sort of like. I, I was going to say when but I put most of those models never even actually make it to release. Come out. They just announce stuff and then. I was going to put the names of the models in our like the email that we send around when we're working out what we're going to talk about in the podcast and I looked at the list and I was like oh, there's right. absolutely no way I'm writing all those down because uh, they're basically all the same yeah um, but they're so long now aren't they yeah, they're, yeah. they're getting to a point where they're like 12 numbers and digits yeah. long just yeah, yeah. for the name of the guitar it's like give, give us, a, give us an example of these name. ones Matt uh, so my favourite is the RGIR 37 BFE BKF um, which if you've, worked in, a, if you've worked in a guitar in a guitar shop you probably sort of get it so uh, that's yeah seven string black flat uh, which is the BKF and then RGIR is the label so RG iron label seven string three piece neck 
uh, it's just kind of like the wizard seven neck I mean they're just kind of like I think they're just like oh stick an extra number on it it'll be fine yeah. um, once again cool guitars like um, sort of flat matte uh, finish uh, six seven eight string go to tuners which you don't normally get unless you go for the really expensive models um, EMGs on the whole range uh, 60s and 81s on the six strings 707s on the seven strings and 808s on the eight strings um, but yeah they're saying like summer model so how long it'll last I don't know they're constantly <laughs> they're, but they're they're so, con- they they're, are constantly got, changing they've got so good at um, packing loads of features into affordable models like how much are the Iron Nable models going for I mean I think these are the list price is like $964 so they'll probably be like seven nine nine. well exactly seven nine nine for something with you know with those tuners with EMGs well with- I mean it's like Maple Babinga Neck Jumbo Frets Go to Locking Tuners Gibraltar Bridge and EMGs and then Super Simple Controls three way switch volume and kill switch interestingly Great. no Floyd Rose no uh, trems on them Ibanez are definitely moving away from that I yeah. think somewhat there's a lot of models that come out recently where they've kind of done like those sort of hardtail bridges and I think it's the down to the, the kind of the down tuning yeah but yeah. I think the whole uh, genre is moving away from definitely uh, from, from those sorts of bridges which is weird you know, because it's actually Washburn spec, just re-released all their solos with Floyd Roses for some reason that's, isn't that is very weird even though the thing that made yeah. them really cool was that they, they were, were hardtail yeah 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 and really, <laughs> like, really simple yeah. and stuff yeah, um, so yeah, uh, we haven't given you actually much detail about the individual model names and numbers, but do um, go and look it up. Yeah, there's three or four new models, I think. Was the, the Did you see I posted in the uh, Guitar Nodes Facebook group uh, earlier this week about that, um, the new Iceman? Well, new to me, the, the yeah, Iceman. I, the... Saw that, I saw a couple of people posting about this new Iceman. Okay, so I saw it because I, the reason that I happened upon it was um, a friend of mine um, took a photo in GAC and... Uh, of of like of his mate just stood in the shop, and in the background I just saw an Iceman with in like sunburst, and I was like, "What?" And so I did some digging on it. I I found next to no information on it. There yeah. was there's there's a web page um, like Gak has got it listed, and Anderson's had it listed, and like I could find pretty much nothing else about it. Um, it looked it looks amazing. It looks so cool. Um, like just a a subtle. A subtle Iceman, almost. Yeah, you know, like, but a really, a, a kind of a really cool retro, um, yeah, sort of thing. I, I love it when uh, when Ibanez. Uh, I'm not looking for. I'm not looking oh, okay. else, but right. um, but the uh, um, it's really nice when Ibanez do those sort of subtle uh, kind of seventies reissue things. They did some recently as well. They did they did like a few other guitar models. They've, and, uh, they've been doing it for a little while. The um, obviously they did the Talmans and stuff last year. Yeah. And the year before that they did like the twenty fifth anniversary models. I think where there was an actually there was an Iceman in that. Yeah. Um, which was a Cherry Sunburst one. Um, and yeah, they like you say when they do like retro reissue stuff, it's always cool to um, to see. Joe Brandon, you've pulled up a well, picture this, of a Guild S two hundred. Yeah, because they're new from Guild. Okay, well, all right, okay. Um, so yeah, it just uh, the Iceman reminded me of it. Uh, listeners, go and type in Guild S two hundred T Bird into Google. And have you never seen one new... of these before? No, I have, but they're here. They've just arrived. Just arrived. Guild have just relaunched it. It's I, I have seen them before. It's the fact that you can now get one is yes. is the real crucial thing. And it's not just you can't just get one. You can get one for six hundred and. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 70 quid. Yeah, it's cool. Which is remarkably cheap. If you've never seen one, it's... um, You're really going down this, like, 60s kind of pawn shop vibe. I'm really into it. This has got, like, what, five switches on it? Something like that? tons of switches. Brilliant shape. Ridiculous pickups. Mental-looking trim. The most bonkers headstock. Look at that headstock. Yeah, that's weird. Which prog band has started playing? Has Omar Omar just signed with Guild? No, no, Omar's with uh, Fender at the moment. He's playing... uh, Really? Playing Mustangs. Uh, Did you see his new uh, new music video? Because, you know, he's doing an album every two weeks until Christmas. Yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, yeah. So... um, uh, so what he's, a waste of time. he's released a new music video, which is essentially him getting beaten up by um, uh, by uh, Eva Gardner, Terry Genderbender, the front guy from the Melvins. I can't remember his name. Uh, King Buzzo. King yeah, Buzzo. and uh, and um, the uh, John Frusciante and uh, a, f- a few other people and stuff. It's they all just hit him in the face. Yeah, that's right. Here. Yeah, I've yeah. not watched it yet. <laughs> Why are you releasing so many albums? <laughs> yeah. Can I ask a question about that, Guild? Yeah. Does it have the stand on the back? Because the original ones had a fold-out leg that meant that you could... What? Where the guitar is both, you know, uh, the, the base of the guitar is kind of like got a weird offset thing, but actually the two furthest points... Uh, kind of match basically the level that they are so you would be able to you'd be able to stand it against a wall but let's say you don't have a stand uh, or a wall um, you could put the guitar down fold out the leg from the back (laughs) of the guitar and it would act as the proverbial third leg that is incredible Um, there is no information on that I'm assuming they've not done that because it is absolutely ridiculous I, I would definitely I almost don't want this now so I can find an old one yeah with that you should on. do that you should find that you know they've made bass versions of those over the years as well uh, yes but the only ones I'd seen one from Guild they were from Diarm yeah Diarm yeah, yeah, same yeah. company basically yeah yeah I was aware they, they were just the cheaper company they did them scratch plateless uh, with yes. single coils single and coil jazz pickups sparkly so. pink did they yeah oh, wow that's there Italian. we go now that's that's living um KHDK Electronics uh, have just announced the SCUS box. Um, now, we're yet to hear uh, anything from uh, KHDK. I've not managed to get my hands on the Ghoul Screamer, which was their first one. But I hear really positive things about them. Um, from people that I know who have tried one, really impressed by the original pedal. And this is their latest effort, the SCUS box. Matt, have you got some details? Yeah, so... Um 
I suppose we were all unsure at first. I mean, I think they've maybe moved away from kind of associating it with Kirk Hammett completely and they've kind of gone, actually, it's like a pedal brand in yeah. its own right. Um, Germanium-voiced fuzz with a kind of uh, dual-circuit design, so one of them sort of more of a traditional sort of tone bender, I suppose, a quite kind of thick and full fuzz, and then the other ones, like... I don't want to say... I mean, they call it Velcro-type grating fuzz, so I just instantly think of Zvex for yeah. that, the fuzz factory, which is kind of... Didn't really in, invent it, but it kind of led the way to that kind of really weird sort of, like, gated fuzz tone. Um, so it should be quite cool, like, standard controls, like fuzz, uh, volume, and tone. It's also got an inbuilt buffer, um, okay. I don't know how that would necessarily affect the sound, but maybe it's kind of there for the kind of the pedals that you might put after it. Yeah. Um, or if you're going to put like a fuzz before it, maybe it needs to have the buffer in there to kind of make it work a little bit better because sometimes they can be tricky with where you place them in the chain. But then it's also got this deep control, which is kind of for a little bit more bottom end. But actually, pr- um, from what I've seen could be a decent sounding fuzz so we should try and definitely get a hold of a few and yeah really you know, would really like to really like re- to re-rate them once we've actually tried them definitely definitely uh obviously the his initial comments about being the first guitarist to release a pedal got a lot of flack but from what i hear <laughs> the uh, the reviews on the the ghoul scream are pretty good so it'd be interesting to to hear some of the range definitely yeah um joe branton you look like you've got you've just thrown one more news item into the mix oh and i just I can just i add it was... that i wanted to talk about this a few Did weeks you? ago and you all got all you guys said no 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 one will know what that is no one will care did we yes i all, don't think i would have i mean done. i don't i don't know who the company are but I just thought it was such I don't really want to talk about it as news I don't want to talk about the things in it I just want to talk about the fact that this has happened and how this is the most ridiculous thing of all time Uh, Beatronics have released two relict guitar effect pedals that's cool they're not the first Ibanez did relic tube screamers oh yeah they did and um, Tech 21 still make a relic sans amp that I think that oh, is super cool. That's the coolest. The Sans relic. Amp Classic. That's the best relic pedal you could get. I, I really. It's also a great sounding pedal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure that you can go hell for leather with like championing relic guitars and basses and then like dislike this. I just think it's there's a step too far. You there's know. a difference. You can me. be a Republican and not like Trump. You know, this it's the same thing. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not go. Let's not go down that route. Anyway, what next? We'll, we'll be eating KFC with knives and forks. I've got um, I've got a piece of news actually. Okay, Go which on, uh, sorry, this is is it from- that Joe Branton has finally turned into Alex Jones? <laughs> and this, is, this is actually InfoWarsRadio.com. InfoWars forward slash guitar nerds. Telling you, Paul McCartney died in 1963. <laughs> um, Marshall, yes, Marshall are continuing their ever. Um, the transition out of being an amp manufacturer <laughs> and moving into becoming a lifestyle brand they've released two different beers yep they've released two new beers a uh, the blonde craft beer and the blonde french craft beer okay um, as a beer connoisseur what's the difference um, well I don't I, pff, I don't know I assume it's going to be like one, an English one is Stella and one is Foster's yeah, yeah well I assume that one is going to be like an, an English an English beer and one will be like a sort of French lager I like that I, I like that Foster's <laughs> is now an English beer yeah it says on the can brewed in England it was it never an Australian it says brewed beer. in Edinburgh so it's, it's got does it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, so uh, I, I, um, I did some digging on it to find out because uh, I couldn't find anything about it. I, I had presumed it was just, you know, 
I didn't expect that they'd set up a brewery in Milton Keynes. You know, it's being brewed under yeah, yeah. somebody else's name uh, by somebody else. Apparently, it's being brewed by Robinsons, uh, who what, the fruit and barley. <laughs> Who um, who did the the Trooper, the Iron Maiden beer? Oh yeah, which actually is not as bad as you expect it's going to be. <laughs> quite like quite like stumbling into an Iron Maiden show. Not as bad as you expect it to be. Okay, um, like pretty all right. So I really want to try this. I really want to try this. Okay. So, so if you're from Marshall and you're listening. I don't know if you know, but Jay and uh, Joe drink a lot of beer on the podcast, and we now have a video I've been component. Drinking water recently. Well, normally you do. I um, do. And we could probably, I reckon, have some beers in the front here, um, just right in front of the camera, and Jay and Joe will uh, probably drink them and talk about, about them a that's, bit. So. That's Boss, the new, that's Boss the new actually Kings. do a branded beer. Do they? Yeah. Do they, Matt? What's that? The Boss, Boss do a branded beer. They, in fact, bizarrely enough, we were talking about this today, and uh, I'm actually—it's on my to-do list of things to sort out. Because <laughs> okay. they were supposed to—they were supposed to we sort it out were, by Arctangent Festival, and uh, their supplier fell through. So, yeah, it yeah. was—it um, was one of those things where, like, we've like. In fact, I'll put it out there. Like, I'm thinking of merch at the moment. Um, just some cool, like, limited stuff. So, Please if anyone's got some cool ideas, that aren't bed covers. Yeah, oh. I mean, the BED one's going to happen. I mean, it's, 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 you, will sell, you, will sell, you will sell at least one, one set to we yourself. We've talked about it for five years, and I love that it will finally you've, happen. You've worked your way into the job specifically to make the BED one happen. Unbelievable. Um, but yeah, he was like, you know. Um, like you know we can just talk about merch and we can get some stuff made and you know if it raises brand awareness and i was like oh because then the beer thing came through and i was like oh maybe and he said that once they did have some boss beer in cans oh my um God. so i don't know maybe we'll do make everything. that happen again yeah Tin soup <laughs> boss I t- soup I-, I tell you what just going back to what you were saying it's like a thing now on the internet isn't it to just like get drunk and do things yeah yeah it's like drunk history and they do don't they, isn't there like a drunk cooking Here's an I idea. went to see drunk Shakespeare as well Dr- yeah there you go this is this is a legitimate YouTube videos path. we could review them for YouTube the camera it's just you two sat on a sofa for like I don't know an, an hour need, and a half and you need to drink like 10 beers each and then and you, the rest and then you do the review Okay, That's of what? Idea. What of guitar pedal or something? No, no, of the beers. Can we drink? Maybe we should make this a, a like an ongoing segment where we at the start of every video is just a, like a uh, a fast forward of us drinking like four or five bottles of uh, Marshall beer, <laughs> and then we just do like review a guitar or something. Okay. I'm into it. We, I'm into yeah, it. drunk reviews. Anyway, um, Joe Branton. Oh, we're that, getting on. We're running out of time, aren't we? It's, I, that, it's that time of the week. I always forget the one for this. Okay, I've got it. Brand of the week. Good. Thank you. Um, right, okay. Brand of the week, everyone. This week, um, I'm sticking with the theme of, uh, as we said earlier, of cheap, cheap old tat. Yeah, cheap old tat. <laughs> cheap old tat. And who other than the ultimate of all cheap old tat, that brand that you've seen at the bottom of the list, if you type guitar into eBay and search by lowest Price always there, and I would imagine it's going to pop up in fun for a ton. I would say yes, it certainly will. The brand I'm talking about is K. Oh, what great sounding K! They make K guitars. 
Um, but yes, yes, okay. A brilliant, brilliant uh, little brand. Um, American firm, unlike most of the others that we talk about in this. Um, they were officially started uh, in the 1930s, but actually um, they've, they've got roots because they were renaming from Stromberg, uh, who were a late 19th century company. And of course, you all know Stromberg as guitar nerds. Matt Knight, you know Stromberg, right? Stromberg. Stromberg. Uh, responsible for the first ever electric guitar, boys and girls. So K actually the, have the ultimate heritage of all guitar brands. Actually, which that is, was the uh, well, Stratocaster, 1956. <laughs> Wasn't Stromberg a James Bond villain? Oh, God. Didn't he play that. up front for the Netherlands in the 1980? Okay, right, fine, fine. Anyway, so after they changed their name to K, when they got a new CEO, they released uh, the, their first electric guitar under the brand name K, the same year as Gibson brought out theirs, the ES-150. Um, and uh, they, at, at that time, they were sort of, they were expanding, they became a department store manufacturer. They did do Sears, they in fact branded some stuff under Silvertone and actually for a brief time in a weird crossover with a past brand of the week they also manufactured on behalf of Airline briefly although I can only find that said in a couple of statements randomly on the internet I can't really find out any solid information about it but apparently maybe that happened Uh, anyway in the uh, in the 60s um, they obviously they they uh, started expanding and making loads more really interesting, really cool um, guitars, which I'll go into in a second. And they actually even moved into amplifier manufacture, the same as this is quite a similar tale to we've told of a lot of the other brands, and in a very similar style. Um, after they were bought and sold a few times in the late 60s, they eventually ran into financial trouble. And It's a classic tale. It is, yes, exactly. <laughs> and that was 1968. In 1969, uh, Tysco bought K. Okay. Um, which obviously then began... The, Tysco then uh, began manufacturing under the name K throughout the 70s, which is why I think, I think a lot of people, when I say K, you'll be thinking about the precision bass copies the Les Paul yeah. copies things yeah. like that cheap bolt on neck Les Pauls bolt the on classic neck SGs, sign yeah. of uh... yeah and that's that's sort of I think what a lot of people think of K but actually they were a really respectable brilliant late 50s early 60s guitar manufacturer unfortunately this thing with Tysco is sort of uh, you know has, has led to um, uh, you know them being thought of in that way in 1980 Tony Blair bought K's trademark what? What? Not the Tony Blair, but a man called Tony Blair. <laughs> I'm surprised you're even reading this out. I know it's absolutely brilliant, isn't it? I absolutely Why are you not at the Jeremy Corbyn rally? Why are you this? here? I we know it is actually happening tonight. We I'm could have done gutted. an episode without you. you. You know, all my friends are there. All my friends. Of course are there. they are. Um, uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, the um, <laughs> yeah, Tony wanna, Blair. Tony just Blair. Rip into you so from, hard. <laughs> from AR Enterprises he was the head of AR Enterprises they've actually formed a chain of hands but with dreadlocks (laughs) god Um, (laughs) anyway so uh, so Tony Blair purchased uh, Case Trademark in 1980 and where this story gets brilliant is in 2008 Tony Blair falling on hard times being a war criminal and all um, sold (laughs) the trademark to the Fritz brothers who have since revived the K brand which I was incredibly excited about. So when K I had this. still a thing. K the 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 name K has been bought off of Tony Blair by the Fritz Brothers, and they are producing guitars. So I was very excited about this. So I thought, wow, because I love all the old K vintage stuff. They do an incredible vintage range of really cool, interesting guitars. And I was like, I'll find see what the Fritz Brothers Is are it doing. Not the Fritz Brothers who make Fritz Cola. 
Uh, I no. Okay. Anyway, so I found I found the K website, which I'm I've got up here for the that sake looks of like the guys. it is from Geocities. <laughs> no, I know. So I thought, oh, okay. Well, this looks a little bit scary. Let's uh, let's let's look at some guitars. So I clicked on electric guitars. They do eight of those, and you can see what's come up. Oh dear. They are so. Let me describe it for the viewers. We've got basically what is a PV Raptor. Wait, wait, wait. what is the catchy name that they've called this guitar? That one. I mean, it's some great branding um, because, like Ron Till, it does exactly what it says on the tin. <laughs> Full size student electric guitar. That is what they've named it. Now, the one thing they've kept is the Cool K headstock from the sixties. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so I was a little depressed. I was like, oh, that is a real shame. K made some brilliant stuff, and then I can saw, you go back? There's I, not a back, is there? There's there is no, a... no. There's not, but I can use that. But okay. then I saw basically on Kay's website there was a little thing on the on the home it's not in, in this bit that said K vintage reissue website and I found that website and oh that's way better yeah and it's it's so much it's <laughs> Yeah, okay. I mean, they, there's some word art on there. Yeah, yeah, there's some word art. <laughs> there's, there's they pretty spell much cool with a K. They spell cool with a K. Pretty much every image on it is some some form of word art. So anyway, the range that they've they've issued four models, two guitars, two basses, and they look absolutely blooming. They look very good, brilliant. Do we know how much they are? Yes, yep. They're uh, they're around they're under seven hundred pounds. So okay. there are no UK distributors at the moment. You okay. can only get them in the states. Okay. Um, and uh, although I did find a couple of German German companies listing them, uh, but mostly on eBay, and I didn't know how trustworthy they were. Um, but there were there are four models they've released they've re released on the guitar front the Jazz Two and most importantly the Thin Twin now which is there is the one that you see everywhere yeah yeah which is one of the coolest looking guitars you'll ever see three finishes in every in every model all you know they normally black this sort of I don't know how to describe this tan this color, a sort of tan and a, and amber they do like a sunburst kind of. yeah sort of amber I guess and two bases the Jazz Special and the Pro Base which are both two of the coolest things. I have ever seen, especially the pro base. They that actually do look very good. I was totally ready to be sceptical uh, mm. about these, but they look really good, particularly the Thin Twin. So, looks- yeah, let me... I'll bring up the Thin Twin, and, and, and listeners and viewers, I strongly advise you to go and check out the K-Thin thin Twin. Um, the lipstick pickups that go in the Thin Twin are the slimmest. They actually call them razor blade uh, pickups. Yeah, and, they look uh, weird. Really slim single coils, the slimmest you can imagine. And, I, I mean, just so cool. The finishes are amazing. Um, in, the, in the tan model, um, they uh, it comes with uh, a sort of uh, I guess a sort of tiger sort of yeah it's <laughs> like a tiger stripe tiger stripe scratch plate yeah uh, but very very cool and then what's interesting on the black and their sort of cherry sunburst models they have this weird like coat of arms on the scratch plate yeah. underneath the strings which I was just like <laughs> it's like Hagstrom if you ever see the bridge pieces on Hagstrom they have the Hagstrom coat of arms on them which I just think looks incredible I really like the headstock the headstock looks like um and uh, it's, it looks an like Art some, Deco ballroom. Yeah, it looks like someone's pinched an Art Deco fixing from a, a abandoned cinema. Yeah, like a derelict old cinema. That's that's super cool. It's I mean, great, personally, great. I'm not sub sub seven hundred. I don't really like the coat of arms. I'm throwing it out there. Oh, I, I would fine. go for the uh, go for the tiger stripe. The tiger stripe is 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 probably the best one. But anyway, so these were all early fifties models by K's that have been reissued. Now I still think there are some great very affordable old 50s and 60s K uh, guitars and basses out there on the internet that are starting to go for more money because people are realising that they are as good and as well built bear in mind they were all made out of Chicago and then uh, in the 60s moved to Illinois 
Um, they Chicago's in Illinois. Oh, is it? Oh, well, it said Chicago, and then it said Illinois. Yeah, that's how the, you say you're addressing oh, no, no, the no. America. No, it definitely changed. They definitely moved. I'm definitely saying it wrong then. Where did they move? Uh, oh, yes, they moved to Elk Grove Village. Illinois. Yeah, in Illinois, but it said Chicago before. So they are, that's different places. <laughs> well, yeah, they just moved. It's still within they the same state, They just moved down the road. Fine. Anyway, so they're all American-built, which is super cool, um, and uh, and people are starting to catch on that they are as good as, you know, those old Hoffners that now you're starting to pay, like, two, three grand plus for the old sort of 60s ones. Um, so, yeah, so uh, absolutely super cool guitars, and the fact that you can get, you know, sub sub 600 pounds for something this for cool ones. in a reissue I think is whole wicked shall we do some questions let's do some questions questions this evening coming in probably from the Facebook group Jay because it looks like you're struggling with amplifiers still no no I've, I'm back up and running I've got a couple of I've got a couple of uh, questions from here if we want to go let's, ta- yeah. let's take an amplifier question first okay cool um, one for um, one from Harry uh, so I've got a question maybe directed towards Matt which okay. is good because we haven't heard from him for a while yeah um, I stay silent during brand of the week yes um, so. I'm buying a Bright Onion 12 switch looper uh, for home experimental use he offers two standard buffers at the beginning and end of the loop but you can special order more where would you recommend putting in the buffer or buffers um, just at the front and the end really you don't really as long as they're switchable on and off, I think that's the main thing. Probably don't necessarily need to be foot switchable on and off, maybe yeah. just on like on a, a little micro switch. switch. Yeah. But yeah, have one at the beginning. So if you're running a 20-foot guitar cable, you've got one to go into your first set of pedals and then one at the end to kind of... And that one will the first one will also drive... If you switched on all 12 pedals, it will obviously help drive the signal through the 12 pedals. Uh, and then one at the end to kind of drive all the top end back into the signal and through potentially another 20 foot cable um the only problem about having them at the beginning if they're not switchable on and off on the fly so not on a foot switch if you're using like a fuzz pedal that doesn't necessarily like a buffer um that might be that might pose a problem so having it on a foot switch might be a good idea but then the actual switcher itself will end up being absolutely massive um but i wouldn't bother putting them on in the middle because you probably never going to need it or use it or necessarily notice the difference you're going to notice the biggest difference at the front and at the end so yeah beginning and end and you should be absolutely fine do you think there's any reason any setup that you would would have when you would need an extra buffer is it just if you've got like for example a bunch of pedals in it like hidden inside a like one of those 12 loopers like if you've got i don't know you know four or five pedals in there for example I suppose the thing is, if you if you if it's like a twelve looper, so you're going to put twelve. Say we're going to put twelve individual pedals in there, yeah, and all of those pedals are true bypass, and then you were using six at once. Then tech, tech, potentially you might have a problem, but a lot of companies now and a lot of the buffers drive. Once you've kind of added one, adding additional ones don't make a huge amount of difference, yeah, because you've already driven the signal through us x amount of cable. Um, so it wouldn't potentially I don't know really I, I would, I've never kind of thought about sticking one in the middle because it's never I've never really needed it um, but they often say if you put one like one buffer should in theory drive like 50 100 feet of cable yeah um, it's only when you go through all the additional circuit, circuitry of like a true bypass pedal it might make a difference 
There we go. Well, hopefully that answers your question. Who wants? Who asked that? Harry C. In Harry the, C. Uh, in the Amplify group. Cool, cool. Um, so let's I do. Think co- I met him the other day. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think I met him. In the, yeah, I think uh, he came you, into my shop. Oh, cool. Usually in the usually in the shop. chat. So it's always good to you know. Not that I. Uh, no, 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 I do. I prioritise people who are always in the chat. Yeah, yeah, so, I you know, so. But, I uh, so. but the, yeah, we've got another couple if you get around to it. Okay, well, we've got plenty from Facebook. <laughs> um, for This is from the Facebook group. Jack says, anyone have any good suggestions for pedals? I have around 70 to £100 pounds and was going to buy a pedal, but I don't know what one. He's literally given no other information than that. So um, let's go around the table. If you had 70 to £100 pounds to spend on a pedal, what would you get? Matt Knight. Uh, uh, I can't think that quick. Um... TC Spark Boost Mini, less than 70 quid, so you could potentially buy two. Um, I bought one recently, and they're really good, and that's the first pedal that I looked at when I looked at my pedal board and went, oh, that's within the budget, and it's also very good. So, Spark Booster Mini. I'm sure you could probably actually buy something much more interesting for 70 to 100 pounds, though. Okay. Jay Cross. Um, yeah. Yeah, what would I get for under 100? I don't, I don't tend to spend that that little money. Oh, oh easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, how much is a... Oh, no, that's way too much money. Um, can you come back to me? Joe Branton. Uh, I think uh, for something interesting, as he's given absolutely no sort of limits on it, something completely random. And I think that is, that's probably right. If he's not giving any you know sort of stand on he's probably got all his basics covered and just wants to get something cool and interesting and new that might change his playing or might develop him a little bit as a player so why not go for the electro harmonics freeze it's 95 pounds so you can buy me a beer for recommending it um marshall beers yes a marshall blonde beer ah, um I got but one. yeah the the oh good uh, the uh the electro harmonics freeze yes uh, which is a, a great sort of dead simple uh, pedal by Electro Harmonics, which simply allows you to uh, hold and sustain individual notes and then sort of play over the top of them. I think it can be used in sort of really glitchy fashions, really interesting. That's how I'd describe it, a kind of glitch looper almost. Yeah, because yeah, it just saves like a millisecond of your playing. Yeah. So it's, it, it can be used really, really interestingly um, if, if you get quite creative with it. And it's not, it's not a simple sort of, you can't just put it in your chain and use it. It's not like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just something to use for a few weird bits and bobs but I think a really cool interesting affordable pedal um, I'll tell you what I'd get go on if and I can't find the price but I'm sure it's under 70 quid um, and the reason that I say it is because I do actually want to get one and that's the Ranger FX Igor yeah so the um, like the Eagle the, is, the, the, is just the, damp the pad, pad. Yeah, yeah the damp pad that you can use in lieu of a expression pedal or a tap tempo um, I just think it like I've never I've never used one and they look amazing have you got something that has an expression pedal in that you could use it with though uh, the Hall of uh, the uh, RE20 I think nah. RE20 expression pedal with yeah that would work yeah, yeah definitely um, so yeah I'd use it with that um, I'd like they just look so great yeah and like really really interesting and just something so out of left field and I cannot think of anything else like it Okay. Um, you know that offers that type of it's just so weird it'd be really cool it'd be useless for your band because like I don't think you could ever take it out because like it looks like the sort of thing that would definitely soak it's up like a beer cushion. Yeah. well it would just soak yeah. up beer really quickly yeah, yeah. and because you're all over the place all over the time you'll definitely spill something in there Matt Knight did you have another choice very responsible <laughs> uh, yeah we talk about it a lot but line 6 M5 is only £99 okay and that would give you 
all the effects. 84 yeah, the different effects, I think. Okay. If I remember rightly. Well, so no, what then was that, that way, what you was cover that all cool multi effects that you picked up or you saw somewhere that night that you posted in the group recently? Uh, it was like an I old can't remember. Korg one or something like that. No? Korg? No. no I don't remember. Maybe it wasn't you. I'm going to say uh, the X5 Golden Brownie, uh, which I think oh, fell into yeah, that oh price point, God. didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's well. It's like I mean, he said seventy quid. to hundred, so it, I think they oh, were like forty nine quid. So. Oh, they well. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely one of the best. That's what I would say. Drives. Maybe yeah, check out the X five range because uh, I know there's some new Thomas Blue signature pedals that we've not heard yet. Yeah. Um, but the Golden Brownie is fantastic if you want a, a versatile overdrive um, that is kind of you know Marshall Brown sound vibes to it yeah. Um, and yeah they're no money they're like under 50 quid which is fantastic get one of those and then get yourself a uh, Digitech Bad Monkey as well and then you've got two very good drive sounds covered for probably less than 100 quid all in so let's, um, let's do another question Sam says did anyone catch the light leads on Dragon's Den tonight analog optical guitar leads I'm sitting here what the hell is the point of them especially when they cost an absolute fortune to produce and in the long term can go brittle and snap even more so than a boggo leads I think he means bog bog standard, bog standard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> would you folk okay. be bothered with them or would you use a normal wireless slash copper lead to replace it with a new one if it got broken slash lost now I don't know if anyone did actually see this but I did I watched it this morning um, yeah exactly I've actually I've actually played one have you okay yeah when- yeah, I actually organised a meeting with them about a year and a half ago okay. to come into uh, Anton's to show it to us because uh, a friend of mine's been recording with them. Okay, and he was like, "You should actually check them out." And bizarrely enough, they do sound different to normal cables. It's I can completely understand odd. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a completely different component, isn't it? It'd be like yeah. switching out a component in a pedal. You know, would change the sound of the pedal. So. If effectively, if you have one of those and you plug straight into your amp, the way the amp sees it is that you've basically hardwired your guitar straight into the amplifier. Yeah. Um, because there's basically a super high-quality, high-powered buffer in the end that basically jacks up the rating of your pickups so that it's the maximum it can be and then there's no signal loss no matter how long the cable in theory you could have like a thousand foot cable and you'd lose no signal um and actually they're really really high quality um in terms of the lead and the end it's all detachable i suppose the only downside is it's battery powered um oh Oh, no yeah that's can you run it off can you run it off a no, it takes three AAA batteries. I think they oh, last ages cool. anyway. But um, yeah, it, the only downside is they are expensive. I can't remember how much they said they were when I was in. I don't know if they said on TV how much they were. They didn't. To get so they actually them. didn't go into too much detail. And I'm also wondering whether we're talking about definitely the same thing. Um, yeah, the light lead. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, that's what they were were calling it. So, yeah, um, yeah. yeah uh, interesting that you that you've heard one. I wasn't expecting that response. So, um, well, yeah. what did you um, think? Um, I just think that I thought that no one would have watched it uh, or no. uh, or tried one. So yeah. it's good that someone's actually heard one. Um, what I would say is that they got the money. So uh, in theory, it's a product that is coming soon. So if the, if you're interested in that, then uh, yeah, keep an eye out for for yeah. light leads. And it's um, it's important with those that they're not. It's not digital in any way. Yeah. It's still an analog 
guitar signal yes. basically so it's very different to wireless uh, and it's very different to a normal copper cable um but i suppose that when i was talking to them they're kind of marketing it like you could use it live but i think the idea is that you kind of studio use it in the studio super high quality studio kit but also the fact that if you i think they were saying like if you basically plug into a pedal board it doesn't matter how much lead is after it it would still work in the same way right um so you still only kind of need the one um and you just basically plug in and away you go so it could potentially like you wouldn't need buffers or anything like that but yeah, it works in the cable i couldn't really understand a huge amount of the um electronics behind it but it's it has to do with it basically has something to do with the impedance that the actual end of the jack plug gives you when you plug it in what um, happens I think when the like batteries one, run out i just don't think the cable works because mm. it's almost like a wireless system so in this, in that sense where where the battery runs flat this little box at the front it's like a little transformer where the jack plug is and then obviously that needs power yeah um, so when it runs out the cable doesn't work but just have some spare batteries yeah yeah um, with that I think we should uh, call on into this we are way over time um, so thanks for listening this week um, if you want to hear some more of this um, we do an extra half an hour of Guitar Nerd stuff over on our Patreon page patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds um, where from as little as $5 a month you can get extra half an hour of the content each week um, plus for $10 a month you become one of our executive Patreon backers like these people have Angela Merkel Tony Blair Play, Say the right oh, names God damn it. Every week okay. they're, they're funny People don't like you Because you're funny Steve <laughs> Steve Merkel Blair Thomas Carlos Mancha Carlos Mancha That's the best name ever Andrew Marco Mark Cross J.D. Short David Carroll Andy McKenzie Brad Pitt Paul Corrigan Jack Godfrey Jack Conroy Will Clare Scott O'Brien Matt Quinefield Bombset Rory Amstis Moo Gravit Colin Anderson So you said and, uh, two wrong there Did I? Yeah you said um, You said Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt. Pitt instead no. of Brad Page no, and you also said Jack Conroy twice instead no. of Jack Godfrey and Jack Did Conroy I? yes you're oh. out of order mate right. people well. pay for this well it's no wonder it's no wonder that you're constantly ranking lowest out of the yeah in the, in the opinion polls rank lowest I'm unelectable <laughs> is what they're saying about you Jack <laughs> <laughs> unelectable anyway thanks for joining us this week uh, if you want to see more as always go to the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum where you can submit questions and hang out with uh, other podcast listeners uh, you can join us on Twitter at guitar nerds on Instagram at guitar nerds YouTube guitar nerds videos um, and oh we're on Snapchat now at Guitar Nerds. Oh yes, indeed. Or oh, I've been med- meaning to send some. Filthy yeah, I know. Snapchats. I'm a little bit worried about you having control of that. Mm. I've got control. Mm. Mm. Um, or you can follow us individually at Mark underscore Random at uh, Matt underscore Nicey at JAYBM1 and at Joseph underscore nine hundred. And if you want to see the show live every week, Amplify dot uh, Ampli dot Fi forward slash Guitar Nerds uh, is where you can do that every Tuesday at eight thirty UK time. Thanks for PM PM not the morning never the morning. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week. Farewell. Bye bye. Ta ta. Bye. Au revoir.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 